Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Vikings, the 8-1 edition. Somehow, someway, the Vikings knocked off the Bills in a game that inevitably saw you hooting and hollering on your sofa, in a bar, what have you. That's because the Vikings overcame a 17-point lead with about two minutes to go in the third quarter and won the damn thing 33-30. to So we're going to go through our knee-jerk reactions to that. Couple surprises from the panel and our temperature on the squad going forward because the Dallas Cowboys, who are three and zero at U.S. Bank Stadium, arrive in Minneapolis <clears throat> for a three twenty-five p.m. Central Time showdown in Week Eleven. First, however, BetOnline.ag basketball is back, and BetOnline remains your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, uh, team matchup, and info. Player news and game trends at Bet Online, and as your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code B L E A V Believe to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. 33-30, the Vikings somehow survived the Bills, beat the Bills. It was incredibly, incredible, dramatic, pandemonium, all the adjectives. And we're going to discuss it for about 15 minutes tonight. Sally, I'll start with you per <laughs> usual. Uh, tell me, generalized reaction. I know, I don't know if words do it justice, but do it, give it your damnedest. I think everybody's got a really similar reaction. Uh, just in awe. Really proud of them for even coming back from 17 points down. Um, I think that all of the close games they've won earlier this year against teams that were nowhere near as good as Buffalo prepared them and gave them the confidence for this game. And I don't think we'll ever see another game like it. So I think we all probably experienced the same roller coaster of emotions. Brian, you teased off air that you thought the game was over and Carrie mm-hmm. went on with your day. Tell us about that. I did. I had to host the brunch. So I was like, well, okay, it's pretty much over, like 49 seconds left. And um, they were down by like four. And um, I had turned the TV off and I was getting ready to head out. And somebody just randomly called me. It was like, man, the Vikings, they're fighting. They they fought today. And I was like, what? And they were like, I said, I'm like saying, like, yeah, yeah, you know, it was a close game on the road. <clears throat> they're like, no, they, they're winning. And I'm like, what? And I had to cut it back on. You know, like 20-something seconds left, and then Buffalo was kind of, like, driving to – and they went to score. And then I just was glued in from there and just watched them kind of pretty much seal the deal and, uh, you know, win the game, um, you know, by getting that pick at the end. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you what's funny is none of us really 
wanted to give predictions last week because I know I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I think in our mind, we were like, oh, we may not win this one, but we didn't say it. <laughs> but yeah. um, it just shows you. Now I wonder, like, how do y'all really feel about the team now? Because, like, 8-1, that's definitely a powerhouse that they beat. Um, on the road, in all the worst conditions, like, you know what I'm saying? Outside yeah. on grass, like, all throw that out the window. Um, and I just feel like that was a really big accomplishment. I was actually really happy to see them win. I even, you know, tweeted about it. And, um, and I could just tell that this team is having fun. Um, and I kind of says reference, like how it looks like they're playing for their coach. So they really like this coach. And I said, and it's a, not much of a difference from the team last year. Not too many new people. Is you just see how things are, he just managed to be able to rile the guys and they're really believing and buying into his system and playing for him and each other because that's almost reminds me of how when Brett Favre just came in and just one person we all end up playing for him and lets you know when teams actually are having fun and buying in and believing and trusting each other and it makes such a big difference. Yeah, I, uh, I've i gone on uh, Odyssey. So I thought they would be good. I think I predicted 11 and 6, but that's also what I predicted in 2020 and 2021 too. So I was <laughs> full of shit. Um, but then they started to win and then, you know, then I'm like, all right, they're gonna—they might even win a playoff game. And then last week, the Commanders, when they decided we're going to go win, that's when I got hope. Like that, Sally even got before us. And I was like, this, <laughs> this team could actually win the Super Bowl. And now I'm all in because I'm here to tell you, if you can beat Buffalo on the road when it's cold, you can beat anybody. Plain and simple. And when the, you're down 17, <laughs> yeah, 17 right. at the end, like that's... near the end of the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And I think um, what I've decided now studying this team for two and a half months in 2022 is the only time they felt like the old Vikings was against the Eagles. That was everything else is different. Fourth and 18 conversions. It's like, like the, that fumble that uh, Bynum recovered. Normally old Vikings would be like, Nope, down by contact. And you're like, of course. And it's just like, everything is different. So uh, that's, that's my generalized reaction. And there, there were multiple times, like even when they, when Josh Allen fumbled it, my brain said, okay, that's a safety. And then it's like, this is a touchdown. Oh, we won. And like, oh, of course it's not over yet. They're, yeah, they're going to march down and tie it up. And they're going to go overtime and lose. It's all the stinking thinking that we've conditioned ourselves for years. And in the end, it just keeps resulting in wins. So uh, that's, that's where I'm at reaction wise. Ron, what about you? Well, yeah, I think we all kind of went through that same wave of emotions. Just the, oh, here, like, you know, coming up. Um, right off the bat, getting them, I think it was a three and out, scoring a touchdown. It's like, all right, they're ready to play. Then having that lapse there, the you know, the overthrow to KJ um over the middle by Kirk for the pick. And then the the weird one where it's like, did he just assume that his guy was gonna be at that spot? Because he's not he's not Mitchell Trubisky when he throws. So clearly he either just didn't see what he thought he saw, or like, you know, he just whatever. It was terrible, but to overcome that. Um, to again to get all these calls that went our not calls but like plays that went our way that never have um, it's it, it was just unique and then for me the biggest my biggest takeaway like which I've been kind of um, alluding to uh, I don't, and this isn't to rag on Zimmer by any means it's just the different coaching staff the way that Kirk goes out and he's throwing these 50-50 balls with a lot more frequency than we've ever seen him in our time in Minnesota and 
he's throwing 50 50 balls and Jefferson, you know, making one of the best catches ever. Like is what a lot of people are saying, which um, <clears throat> it's hard to deny it. Cause he had one hand on it. The D back had two hands on it. So, um, <laughs> but he's literally like that, um, the play in overtime where, you know, to get down to the one yard line or whatever, like it was a, uh, you know, third, third and long or whatever. And he just, it's the effort JJ's down there somewhere and to hit, for him to have that mentality now um it's fun to see because it's like the handcuffs are off but now it's if a play is going to break down you know what let's find 18 um and see what he can do so um I mean I love it the the way the, the game played out even part of me was like Josh Allen's got too much time they're gonna get a field goal I would have liked to see more resistance on that like just it was way too easy like it's I mean, anyone could have completed those passes to get those yards. But um, I said last week that it would have been a lose-lose situation. But Josh Allen, they can't blame Josh Allen's injury because he looked every bit Josh Allen that he is. Um, so we beat a fully equipped Bills team. I mean, if anything, they have their losses on the defensive side with Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and Gregory Russo. So, um but hey, good good win for the Vikings. I did not see us winning this. I mean, although before the game, I did uh, did throw some cash on the Vikings, so I uh, just I, the the odds were just too too favorable at that point. So, um, but uh, otherwise, yeah, eight and one, I tied for the best record in the league. When you mentioned Cousins interceptions, the Eagles lost today. Yeah, they yeah, lost they just tonight. Lost. Eagles lost. Oh, okay. Yeah, so now it's a just horse now. race to home field advantage throughout. Um, if, <clears> if the Vikings are going to get the number one seed, this was the game the Eagles had to lose to prove that they were human. Um, on Cousins' interceptions, they were egregious, and they are emphatically his fault. And we've seen probably maybe four or five games during his tenure where he goes straight into a toilet after those types of throws. Mm-hmm. But that this wasn't one of those games. Uh, Sally, what was one of your, among probably hundreds, surprises that came out of that game? <laughs> Well, I think just kind of like what I said when we started the show, that is what I think they have been conditioned now to win these these games where they're down by a lot. I mean, 17 is more than they have been down, but I think they just have the confidence now. And because their teammates have the confidence in them, they're not going to let Kirk get down about throwing those two picks. And honestly, he probably isn't even getting down as much as he used to. He also doesn't have to worry about his coach grabbing him um, on the sideline and shaking him or whatever. So that gives you a, um, get, makes you a little, uh, easier to bounce back. But uh, you guys said the calls are going the Vikings way. I kind of feel like it was the opposite. I mean, aside from I, that's the why it's clarified, they said plays. Not calls. Oh, okay. Calls oh, were bad. I'm sorry. I mean, aside like from the, the, the ball obvious bounced. one, but I mean, e- earlier in the game, I mean, they were missing PI on Hawkinson and holding in the mm-hmm. end zone and all of this. I mean, I felt like th- I don't like to blame officiating because like, don't put yourself in that position where officiating is going to determine the outcome. But I felt like it was really lopsided on how bad it was. So for them to even overcome that, I mean, it was just crazy. And I know, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I just, it's hard to even look at the schedule and see a loss. (laughs) I don't want to sound like Paul Allen, but I mean, seriously, I mean, now five of the next six, who are they going to, this the when the schedule came out, we all looked at this and said, "Well, that's a definite L. There's Everyone. no way." Every single even, even earlier this week, I mean, we said, "Well, maybe if Case Keenum plays, they have a shot," but still, <laughs> probably not. I mean, we all just kind of like, whatever. If they lose it, no big deal. It's non-conference. It's fine. And just to see how they battled, I think is is the huge takeaway. And they're, I mean, they're going to be soaring confidence-wise after this. That's what I think is not why they're not going to be beaten. It's like they have to your point. 
Go ahead. You go ahead, Dustin. I was just going to say, it's as if they have no memories of what we're used to with the snake bitten tendencies. It's like they have, they don't, no. like they weren't, they weren't around for that. They don't care about that, which is what we want. <laughs> well, and even with Greg and, Joseph's, like, you know, it doesn't matter what little mistakes they make as individuals, as a team, they all make up for those mistakes. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, it's almost like, it, it, again, like just with the new coaching staff, like where it's okay to make a mistake because, you know, as, until that last, the, the last second ticks off the clock, like, you can potentially rebound from that. And I don't think, like, I think the players fully embody that because they're fighting like all, every step of the way, even, you know, on that goal line play when everyone knows Josh Allen's getting the ball and he's sneaking <laughs> it upwards, like to clear the yard because they can't kneel it, but no one expects it to be of the fumble and then to have the, the wherewithal to grab it. Um, like just all of that with all those bodies there, um, like those little things. But I was going to say, Sally, to your point with the penalties, like, you know, there's like, yes, I thought there were some egregious calls as far as like the path interferences, holdings, whatnot, the Darisaw holding was a BS, but, um, but those, those type of things where their judgment calls and whatever, I get it. You let them play a little bit more, you know, maybe Duke Shelley got away with a little bit of one um, in, in the over or fourth quarter, whatever it was. Uh, but the ones that I cannot believe that they missed and like the, the Gabe Davis non-catch like that, how, <laughs> uh, how do you not like, that's the NFL to review that. And like, obviously they've come out and said like, Oh, they should have, it would would have been incomplete, but how do you knowing that the team is hurrying to the line, you stop it. If there's any question mark and they didn't, and then the 12 men on the field and you get these Buffalo fans who are looking at it. There wasn't no, that's because Jordan Phillips. He's a big dude. Um, unless he's got two helmets on, uh, like, you know, like you can clearly count 12 helmets on the field and how that was missed. And that turned out that was first and goal at the one. And that turned out to be a three yard loss or two yard loss on Dalvin cook. Cause they had an extra man on the field. So um, those are the type of things where this team doesn't overcome like or in history doesn't. And Greg Joseph took himself out of the game by missing the extra point and not having a chance to tie it. <laughs> and then he redeems himself in overtime when obviously no one in Minnesota is ever going to be calm during a, uh, a pressure kick. Um, so for him to be able to do like just the ups and downs of this team, but man, there there's more ups and downs and they're, they're fighting to the end and you love to see it. Bryant, you saw probably about three hours of it. What was one surprising aspect of the game for you? Is Josh Allen like a big quarterback? Because it's like he was running over. Um, <laughs> he's like 6'5", like 250. Yeah, he's like Roethlisberger. It was like a hard to tackle him. I've seen, uh, especially towards the end. And I was like, Maybe he must be a big guy. Because um, I seen he got through the D-line. I think it was like the linebacker, 52. That went to tackle him. And he kind of like, I'm over a little bit. And I was surprised <laughs> by that. Yeah, he's yeah. uh he's about as big as they get. He's he's kind of like maybe a little little slimmer than Dante, but yeah, that's that's how big. Oh, he is. Okay. Yep, he's a large man. My takeaway is looking into the future is that the Vikings offensive line quietly held up, and that is a big goddamn deal because you're going to need that in the postseason. 
Even when they beat the Saints in 2019, they were undone by the Niners the following week because they couldn't protect Cousins. And so all of the top PFF grades minus Justin Jefferson were offensive linemen. Ezra Cleveland had a terrific bounce-back game. Brian O'Neill was his usual (laughs) self. And then uh, Bradbury cracked the top five again. So uh, it wasn't pristine, but against a good defense, the number one defense for points allowed, somehow the Vikings' pass protection stiffened and gave Cousins uh, time to throw the ball. Ron, your surprise. I mean, well, my surprise, and I'm, it's kind of kind of a negative, but not really. It's because Josh Allen is going to do what Josh Allen did. But the fact that we, like, we basically gave him everything that we could handle. Like, we got pressure on him, but he just made his plays to get to get loose and play the backyard football that he's able to do. Uh, but man, we didn't make it, uh, or we didn't make it easy for them. Like they went, especially when they got ahead and it's like, they could go down and keep piling up points because that's what they do. Um, we didn't. So the down 17 with, you know, before Dalvin's big run, the, the just how they stayed together, didn't the defense didn't let, any more points up or didn't give them that opportunity, but then also the offense stayed with it, stayed the course. Um, and they made those plays, but uh, man, I, is there any more superlatives that we can say about Justin Jefferson at this point? Because now like, again, him getting those 50, 50 balls and he's not, he's not Randy Moss with the size and speed. He's like six, one in the middle of the field or, you know, in blanket coverage. And he's finding a way to come down with some of these ridiculously tough balls. And it was um, some good throws too, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kirk put, like, to that sideline kind of yeah. the one hit catch. Yeah. Put, yeah. Put it in and, that pocket like that. That was a really good throw too. Yeah. And he had a lot of those, like on those deep comeback routes to the sidelines where the timing routes where Kirk just, you know, threw him out there and trust JJ to be in the spot. And JJ, I think had his, you know, obviously statistically his best game, but he had his best game of his career in my mind because oh, he didn't drop any balls. Um, and just the way, like the contested catches, um, it's mm-hmm. like literally like you're, you want to be the best in the league. Like I was talking about last week, you got to make, yeah. like if it's a little behind you or whatnot, you got to make those catches. He went out and he made every single one of them. All right, Bryant, you're, so you were a part, you were a Super Bowl champion with the Ravens. You were mere minutes away from going to a Super Bowl with the Vikings. Uh, what is your temperature? going forward, heading into the Cowboys week? I just feel like this team is a team that um, they like, they know the, the, they're getting addicted to winning, and so they like the feeling, and um, I think they're just, like I said, if you find a ways to win, I don't, I, don't, I don't look at them taking the Cowboys lightly at all. They get to be back at home. Um, so especially as an offense, offensive line, you love to be home because you can hear, focus, and concentrate better. I think they're going to go out here and try to put on a, a good show. And I feel like everybody's getting comfortable. It looks like they're just really just clicking, like, you know. And um, like I said, that was that was a tough game. That was a game that I feel like we low-key all were like, well, you know, Buffalo's a good team. But, I mean, to be on the road and the weather and just all that, which is very tough. And to me, let alone, I felt like when I thought the game was over, and I was like, yeah, they did fight. Like, it was a mm-hmm. close game, you know. And then they end up finding a way to win again. It's just like, nah, this is a team that just doesn't want to be denied. And they look happy. You know what I'm saying? They get to put the chains on Kurt and uh, <laughs> celebrate as they go back home. This looks like a happy team. And that's what you want. You want a team that's, you know, enthusiastic and, and, and happy about coming to work and practice each day. And they look like they're having fun. And that's good. It just takes me back to like the 09 season of we were having fun. 
I uh, gave most of my temperature in my little Super Bowl contender <laughs> speech. However, the Vikings have earned the right to sharpen their focus on home field advantage. That's what happens when you're eight and one. That's what happens when you beat the Bills in their house. Therefore, uh, the next five out of six games are at home, and they don't have an outdoor game until at Lambeau week 17. So if the Vikings want to host the NFC playoffs, have it intersect U.S. Bank Stadium, now is the time to take care of business at home and earn it, especially because the Commanders just beat the Eagles. That's my renewed juvenation. I didn't need much renewal, but the, the Bills game showed me. So I thought they would lose if they had Case Keenum in there. That's how, how cynical I was about going on the road in a big-time game against a Super Bowl frontrunner. I just thought that this was where the, the, the dream would temporarily run out, and I was wrong. Ron, your temperature, and then we'll get to Sally to take us off air. I mean, it's I, I'm feeling great about where we're at, where the outlook is. Um, again, it's just it's not necessarily one play or anything. It's so many things just feel differently, like like that. It, it, it inevitably is going to come back to bite us in the ass because you get to that point of believing in Minnesota fashion that'll happen. Or, but I'm hoping that this isn't the case. Um, but just. The, the adversity of this team, the way they're fighting and, you know, the, the way the defense is playing right now, like if our offense play, if Kirk plays like he did, like his first three years or four years in Minnesota, like, like with that, like, st- or, you know, statistically, not stylistically, but statistically, like paired that with this defense, the way they've been playing the past few weeks, like, yes, I know they gave up 30 points or whatever, but you're at Buffalo against Josh Allen. Um, man, this is a team that that offense, they're showing you the weapons that they have. Hawkinson over the middle has been huge. Um, you know, Thielen as the third option in the passing game, and then Dalvin shows his explosiveness. Um, this is a team that could that could do some damage. So, um, yes, I'd love for it to run through U.S. Bank Stadium and not, you know, stupid-ass Philly, but, uh, um, <laughs> you know, they lost today. They have a, t- they have a much tougher schedule because that NFC East is – not a joke it's not a joke anymore so um we'll see we just got to keep handling our business we got the to the next big test for the cowboys but then after that the, the quarterbacks we play there you know there's we have an opportunity to really gain some headway so um i'm feeling great about where we're at right now sally temperature i'm also feeling great i don't have anything i can criticize Um, I'm becoming very comfortable in this new year, new Vikings, new me. And I'm not worried about Dallas this weekend. I think last week I would have said, I think they will lose the bills and they might lose to Dallas. But I, after watching Dallas yesterday against green Bay, nothing impressed me there. So I'm not really worried about them anymore. Um, going forward. I mean, I, I don't see me. I mean, maybe one loss on the schedule. It's, it's crazy to think about it that way. But yeah, uh, they control. I mean, obviously they still have a half game um, with the Eagles. So the Eagles need to lose another game, hopefully, but they're pretty much in control of their own destiny. And I don't really see them falling off track with that. So wow, that's... we'll, we'll be tailgating, um, you know, end of January. <laughs> yeah. I think well, inevitably when we have that game where we either look like garbage or we just lose, or it's like the Eagles tonight, we gotta, you gotta, we got to try not to get too down because yeah, we've you stacked, guys, yeah. we stacked so many wins here that we're yeah. they're going to lose a game. It's just a matter of who. Hopefully it's not the Cowboys because the Cowboys have won in U.S. Bank Stadium three times since yeah. it opened. So. And it's always prime time, too, isn't it? I mean, this one isn't yes. prime time. 
but it's gonna feel it's gonna feel like yeah it it is Mm -hmm. going to feel like it i don't know you guys got to get these these like demons off your back like it's not real this is usually what we would tell you during the summer i know but the curse isn't real (laughs) it's like about the attitude of the players and stuff and this is just a completely different vibe Oh yeah, you know no, it absolutely is. And I so I mean, a team—I don't know—I I get it. Everyone wants to go to Minnesota sports, Minnesota kickers, whatever. And I get—I get it. <laughs> but that's—it's this is kind of different. I don't think we need to like worry about getting screwed in the end. Yeah, right I'm now. sure Cubs fans said it for a hundred years—the same stuff that we feel and think. So there is precedent. There is hope. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back Wednesday to fully go through the Cowboys. Bryant, anything else from you tonight? Um, no, not at all. Okay. All right, group. We'll be back Wednesday night. We'll see you then. Okay. Soul. All right. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.